0: What's up, everybody? This is your girl, a Ana Love, a.k.a. Mio, you know, a.k.a. The Memes, a.k.a. a whole bunch of other stuff that I'm not going to get into. Welcome back to episode three of Yo, What's Good With You? And I wanted to talk about, you know, the effect that words have on people as opposed to actions. Um, as we know, we always hear, you know, the phrase, actions speak louder than words. But what people fail to realize is that Yeah, your actions can be misleading. Sometimes people choose to switch their actions because you told them about it multiple times and that's all they hear. So, of course, for a short period of time, if those actions aren't genuine and if it's not really resulting in actual change, it's more so just to make you quiet or calm down whatever situation you're in, those actions don't mean anything. And my big thing is, like, I'm a person that's really, really sensitive, whether people want to agree or not, Um, you know. And I learned that, you know, actions do speak louder than words. And your actions can really mislead people, as I said before. But the things that you say can really stick with a person. They can really hurt people. And a lot of people don't get that. You know, of course, your parents tell you sticks and stones may break your bones, but words never hurt. And... I used to say that to myself a lot, especially growing up with, you know, cousins and as kids, you're really petty and you do stuff like that. But as I got older, I realized that it's not necessarily people's actions. At the end of the day, you won't forget how people treated you. Sometimes you will, sometimes you won't, depending on the significance of the person. But the one thing is going to stick to you is what people say to you, especially in moments where you feel as though you're not being understood or you're upset or you're sad and people take advantage of that. For example, I know that growing up in the South, people say a lot of things that, you know, we grew up and we joke about, but really it's stuff that really bothers us deep down inside. And, you know, I've heard a lot of things from close family members, from friends and people that, I know care about me, I know they love me, and people that I thought loved me and care about me, and when I go back and I look at it, I realize, like, when you harp on those things and when you hear those things later on in life, those things really do hurt deep down inside, and I'm one of those people, I love to write, you know, I love to talk trash, like, I love to joke with people, and I realize, you know, once I left my last school that words really do stick with people. And regardless of what you intend to say or whatever, people are always going to remember a lot of the hurtful things that you said. Yeah, they're going to remember the hurtful things you did, but in the times where they really were giving you everything they had or they were, you know, trying to be of comfort or just trying to be there for you or even trying to joke with you, like in the instance, things can change. So I know, you know, like I said, I like to write. So I realized now, you know, in the journey of piecing myself back together once my grandmother died, I realized that going back and reading all the things that I used to write, I used to think I was channeling what my family and my friends said and the things they went through. And I realized I was just writing down their pain, but mine was entwined with it. And I realized that I was depressed for a very, very long time, and none of that really stuck with me until I, you know, really became a person that had no clue about who I was, what was my next move, what was my purpose, because I felt like my lifeline, which was my grandma had, you know, this had just passed away. And, you know, a lot of people, they can kind of see how bad life can be, especially in my case, but especially in their own case. A lot of people are just happy people. You know, stuff is said to them on a daily basis. They take it with a grain of salt. They can about their life. They don't think about it. Other people, they put on a straight face and they could be dying on the inside, but they do everything to make the people around them happy. And then there's some people, like they just, they're just not okay. And they don't really have nobody to talk to. They don't really have nobody to bring them out of that. And they don't know how to bring themselves out of that. And I've been all three of those and more. And one thing that has stuck with me is the simple fact that, yeah, I understand people's actions can be misconstrued. And a whole bunch of other stuff, but I do know that I've learned that you can't say anything to anybody, and you definitely can't say things to people that aren't from a place you're from, aren't you know used to the things that you are because those things can come off offensive, they can come off wrong, and it can really put you in a situation where you could potentially lose somebody that you really care about and You know, I'm all about people's action. Like, if you show me who you are multiple times, in which I give people multiple chances to show me who they are. And eventually, I'm going to get sick of it. And that's just like with anybody. You know, some people, they know better, but they don't do better. And they choose to suffer. They choose to settle. And, you know, in the process of it, nobody is causing you that pain no more. You're letting that pain control you. And it's just something that feels so good and it feels right and something that you want to work. And that's all you think about. People get so hung up on potential. They get so hung up on, you know, hope. And they forget about faith, which is faith is something that I just recently had to say. Like, hope and faith are two different things. Hope gets you hurt. Faith, faith just builds you up and lets you know that everything's going to be okay and it's going to fall into the places that they need to fall into. But back to what I was saying about words. Um, You know, I realize words are very powerful, such as Martin Luther King, I Have a Dream Speech. Those words are powerful. That's something that went down in history, actually changed the course of history. And then you have something such as Black Lives Matter. People take offense to it because it doesn't necessarily affect them because they don't have the same skin color. They don't, don't really apply to them. And... Those two things, of course, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to me. It's a big deal to a lot of people. But a lot of people want to play victim. They don't want to take responsibility for their actions, their words. And it's perfectly fine as long as it's not them. And I realized that, you know, as a kid, you know, especially growing up, you know, I was not the the girly girl. I did not wear dresses. I did not, like fingernails, you know, anything really girly. Like, I was rough. I was a tomboy. I liked to be outside. I liked doing stuff for my grandpa. I didn't want to sit inside all day. I didn't want to sit and talk about boys all day and be on the phone. Like, I hated being inside. And to today, like, I'm more of a homebody now, but I love to be outside. I don't mind getting dirty. I love sports. And, you know, I had to deal with a lot of my older family members that were my mom's age, including my mom, you know, they didn't always say the best of things because I not only did I look different, I'm now I'm six two, broad shoulders, play basketball, strong, I look different from everybody. I was a little I was different than everybody, you know. I wasn't as girly as my mama. She's girly. I'm not, it's okay. And, you know, a lot of people said a lot of hurtful things, especially when it came towards my sexuality. And what and I spent a lot of time not really Knowing myself, I knew I liked different things. I knew I felt different. I knew I looked different. And, you know, it became hard for me to really accept a lot of things about myself early on, in which I just tried to hide it and suppress it and not really figure it out. And, of course, when you're from a place that I'm from where it's everybody's stuck in their ways, they got their own opinions why they do their own dirt, and they don't never think about it until somebody call them out and all of a sudden you're disrespectful. And that's another word I'm going to get into later on. Like, people have everything to say about you and the other person down the road. But when you call them out on the things that they do, all of a sudden it's disrespect. Especially if you're younger. Oh, it's disrespectful. Oh, you need to stay in the child's place. Like, no. You want to talk to me any type of way. But when I talk to you any type of way, it's a problem. Nah. It don't It don't go down like that. And... I think that one problem with growing up in a place where people just always projecting how they feel and they position on a lot of things, like you're not allowed to grow up. You're not allowed to discover yourself or figure yourself out or explore the way you should explore. And that's why I tell people, like, sometimes you just got to go, you got to leave, and, you know, you really got to put yourself first because if you really try to please everybody and worry about what people say you really going to be in a world of trouble when time strikes where it's devastating and you got to face your demons and you got to be honest with yourself and I know it's one thing that really stuck with me um you know and it's a simple fact that I hate I absolutely hate it when somebody tries to tell me how to feel I can't stand it like you know, you live your life, you do everything you want on a daily basis, but you want to try to tell me how to live and what I'm supposed to do? Nah. Like, I hate when somebody try to tell me, well, you shouldn't feel like this, or this is the reason I did this, and and this person, you know, for example, like, my dad is like one of those people, well, your sister doesn't act like this. Okay, But what does that got to do with me? You know, I'm my own person. I have my own brain. You know, you showed me a different side of you, and How I choose to go about building a relationship, establishing a relationship, or ending one has nothing to do with nobody else. And a lot of people think you're supposed to treat them the way that someone else does. They think that you're supposed to deal with them in a way that other people do that uplifts them even when it's hurting you. And a lot of people don't see the hurt that they caused you and they don't recognize it. Or they just simply don't care because they feel as though they've been wronged in their life and you owe them something. And that's one thing I can't stand. I don't owe you anything. I don't. I didn't ask to be here, you know. And the one thing that has really stuck with me, two things from two different people, was my dad looked me in my face after he has not been in my life, has caused me a lot of mental and emotional distress and really caused me to stay away from people and not connect with people a certain way because I was afraid of disappointment. Um, and a lot of other things, you know, that I'm just now getting to the point at 24 years old that I have to accept and I just got to let go because I can't change it, and I don't want that from anybody. And, you know, he looked me in my face and he told me, he was like, you're not shit, you're never going to be shit. Nothing that you've done, including, you know, on a roll, Basketball accomplishments, going to college, getting an education. He said none of it means shit. He said like, you'll never be as far as me in life because you got a nasty attitude. That's probably the reason you had to leave your last school. And you won't ever be as far in life as me if you keep going that way. Bearing in mind, I didn't grow up with this man. You know, I didn't. You know, I, he was not in my life. You know, he came to visit. I never knew he was home until he got ready to leave over the weekend. And every effort I, that was made for me to know who he was and know what he even looks like was the fact that my mama took me to meet my family. And he lived probably 20 minutes. Well, his hometown was 20 minutes away from mine. I bet. But he goes, he sees everybody, but he couldn't come one direction. But, you know it's just crazy. Like, and you know, he gets upset with me now because I don't want to talk to him. I'm like, you know, I remember as a kid, you know, for a long time I was depressed. I shut down because I literally cried. And I asked my mom, I'm like, you know, what's wrong with me? Like, what's, what is it that makes him, makes my daddy not want to be around me, not want to love me, not want to come to my games? Like, what did I do to him? What did I do wrong? And You know, and I just burst out in tears. And My mama turned her car around. She took me to him, back to where he was, and he watched me cry. And he listened to my mama tell him, like, you know, this is your child. Your child is crying. She wants to know. She wants to understand. And he was like, I don't know what she's talking about. And he continued to tell me, I don't know what I'm talking about. And to this day, he acts as if he does not understand. And he wants to try to force a relationship and talk to me. But I'm like, man, words go a long way. And it's like when people say stuff and it really, really hurts you or they do stuff that really really hurts you, you won't forget that moment you never forget that moment, you never forget how you felt, you never forget what you look like, what you had on, you never forget the emotion in the room, you never forget that feeling like that's something you'll never forget, and a lot of people don't understand that you know I still remember things that you know my family members have said about you know my sexuality or how I chose to dress or you know the school I chose to make like you know one of my family members she always asked me she was like you still she was like you still don't know if you're a boy or a girl and I've heard stuff like this since I was probably like nine or ten years old, probably even younger than that. You know, at one point in time, you know and it's like how do you figure out who you are? How do you really become able to accept yourself? When all you hear on a daily basis is threats and, you know, supposedly jokes and things of that manner. When the people that you grow up with, the people that you're closest to, when they're not guiding you or they're not helping you figure this out or they're not open people to talk to. How do you go about talking to people and really establishing and gaining your voice when they tell you to have a voice when it comes to other people and their opinions? But then when it comes to your mom, your dad, you know, uncles, granddaddies, whoever, you have to hold your tongue. And I never understood that. And I will never get it. And, you know, as for actions, you know, I'm one of those people, like I will go to the ends of the earth for somebody. And, you know, I will battle somebody, tell them, oh, you wrong. I will ride to the death, even if I know for a fact you doing everything that somebody said. I'm not going to let them come for your character. I'm not going to let them come for you. And then afterwards, I'm going to cuss you out for having me looking stupid once I find out the truth. If it was the truth that they was telling. You know, because a lot of people have left me uninformed and told me something totally different than what I'm arguing about or whatever. But, you know, you never forget how people treat you. You never forget what people say when you're at your highest and when you're at your lowest. And you sure won't ever forget the people that were there for you no matter what. And you really won't, and you definitely won't forget the people that you invested everything into. And when you needed them the most, they weren't there. And, you know, I had to come to realize, like, I cannot expect me from other people. You, I just can't and i had a hard time grasping that people are not going to be who i want them to be they're not going to be who i need them to be and they're not going to speak up and talk to me or be the people i know they could be that they've been to other people for me but it's like you try to speak to people and you try to you know and i i'm one of those people i'm southern i talk trash i say anything when i'm joking with people like i'll call you everything in the book but the moment stuff gets serious i refuse i absolutely refuse to say anything that's going to have me apologizing like one thing i told people i refuse to tell you i'm sorry if we going back and forth and it's a serious moment and we arguing and, and it's getting real i'm really going to sit and i'm really going to think about everything i'm about to tell you and like me i don't argue with people to be petty i I don't be petty and just tell you anything. I'm not going to sit here and call you out your name, all types of ways and directions just to make you feel bad. No, I'm going to hit you with facts. So all them times that it's been adding up, you doing certain stuff, and I'm just letting it rock. I let I let everything build up. And a lot of people tell me that's unhealthy. But I'm just like, my grandpa always told me, he was like, it's okay. I might, I might not get you this time. But when I get you, I'm going to get you for the old and the new. And I'm going to hurt your feelings. And a lot of people don't understand that. They say things to hurt people in that moment. And they don't realize the damage that you cause when you sit here and you just come for people. And you just say the most hurtful stuff off the top of your head. Because it's like, okay, if you will say this to me and it's not a serious situation. And you really just saying stuff to hurt me what's going to happen when it's a serious moment? What's going to happen when we're in the most heated discussion ever and you just decide to just completely switch everything around? And, you know, I had to learn really quick that, you know, a lot of people say things or do things to keep people off their case. And my grandpa always told me the loudest person in the room is sometimes the weakest or the you know, the most scared, whatever, however you want to say it, like, they talk to keep people off their butt, whereas the quiet person, he always told me the quiet person, the person that think, the person that really watch what they say, the person that's real laid back, that's the most dangerous person in the room, because you never know what they're capable of, and I made myself to be, you know, a quiet person at first, you know, now I talk or whatever, but... I let everything add up. I let it build up. I give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, I let stuff rock. But I always tell people when, you know, even when we're joking and when I get serious, like, you really have to watch what you say because once you say it, you can't take it back. And there's nothing you can do about it. Like somebody can sit up here and cheat on you a thousand times and you know, you know they're going to do it. You know that's what they do. If you decide to let that continue to happen, that's your business. But then all of a sudden, every two, three times or every time, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to change. I'm going to do better. Okay, well, now you stupid because you know better and you don't do better. All right. It may not hurt you the same. You might not care. You know, a lot of people just do whatever they want to do, specifically for so, you know, just simply because they want to have somebody there, they want they just want to feel wanted or important. Whereas, as soon as they get mad, you know, after a hundred and and then on, uh, you know, the the hundred and first cheating, you know, thing that they that they do. All right, they come in from cheating the 100, 101, boom, hundred and one times, boom. They come in and next thing you know, y'all had the same argument. But this time, they let you know that you ain't nothing to them. You don't mean nothing. And they just go in on your entire life. That could be the last straw. And this person probably would have stuck with you until the end of y'all lives. But it really took you explaining to them and letting them know that they don't mean nothing to you. For you to just... For the person to really just be like, wow, this person really don't care about me. And, you know, and that's one thing about being a girl or being, you know, girls tend to say, they tend to get upset. They get flustered. We get flustered. And we just want to hurt you. We want to hurt you like you hurt us, but we want to do it with words. And that's with anybody. So, like, for example, if you come at a man about his manhood, about, you know, what he not doing as a man or sexually, you really hurt his pride. And a lot of females, a lot of women do that. They want to hurt your pride. They want they want you to feel how they feel. And they want you to they just want to break you down till it's till you're nothing. And a lot of people don't get that. Like I feel as though if you love somebody and you care about them, you shouldn't have to rip them apart with your words. Because a lot of times we realize that when we get into arguments with people, the only reason we're arguing or the only reason we're upset is because people aren't understanding what we have to say. They're not, they're not, you know, they're listening, but they're not internalizing it. They're not comprehending what exactly you're trying to get across. And we're trying to make people understand us in a way that we understand ourselves. And you have to realize that we you're not me, and I'm not you. So I may try to understand, but you have to put things in a term to where you understand, and that person understands. Because you are you, you know what you're trying to say. This person don't. They're not in your head. They don't think like you. They are not you, and that's what people don't understand. I am not you. You are, you are not me. And a lot of people let things build up. You can be the you can be the best the best friend in the world. But the one day you have an off day and you upset and, you know, all the stuff that normally makes you laugh or tickles you this particular day, it might piss you off to the max. And you might say something to your friend that really just devastated them. And, you know, even though it may not be true and you just pissed off and you just say something because you get frustrated, that could cancel out a lifetime of friendship. That can literally cancel out a 10-year friendship because at that moment, you didn't stop to think before you spoke. And keep in mind, there's a lot of sensitive people in the world. There's a lot of people, they they good at talking. They good at saying stuff. They good at hurting people. But as soon as you do it, oh, all hell from the break loose. And, you know, and I'm very careful with my words because I tell people I can hurt you. I can say stuff to hurt you. I can be disrespectful, but it's no use. Especially if I know that we probably going, to you know, we going to link back up, start back talking, do the same thing. I'm not going to say anything to hurt you. And it's like, you know, a lot of people get upset because when I hit them with facts about the shit that they've done, they just, they don't know how to react to it. But I'm like, if you're getting mad at me for speaking your truth and what actually happened, then you need to look in the mirror that ain't got nothing to do with me. So if you want to argue with somebody and you just want to be petty, and you just want to hit throw low blows, that's fine but when somebody start hitting you with your truth and start letting you know what type of person you are don't get offended don't get mad you you got to eat them licks just like you ate just like just like you ate them and spit them out when they, when you was putting it on somebody else and it's one thing when you know that you know what people are capable of and it's like you try to tiptoe around it because you know, like, okay, I really want to be around this person. I need this person in my life. You know, sometimes you gotta learn that the way people, the way you feel around people. If somebody, if you have to tiptoe around somebody when you speak, if you have to tiptoe around them when y'all together, when you, you know, you when you telling them you love them, when you cooking anything, if you got to tiptoe around somebody and you can't really be your true self or you cannot speak your mind. Or you got to hold yourself back nine times out of 10, 10 times out of 10 at that, 12 times out of 10. This person is not somebody that you should be affiliated with. And again, the tongue is powerful. And I understand that. A lot of people, they great with words and they can say some stuff, especially these 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 dudes and these Florida niggas. Boy, they got the slickest dialect in the book. And I'm going to tell you like they were here. If you let them get you, you got it's Because there's, there's some smooth operators out here. You just got to know the difference. But don't put yourself in a predicament that pushes you into holding back who you are. Don't let anybody push you into a corner and make you feel like your words aren't valuable, but also don't let your mouth write a check that your ass can't cash. And that's and I use it every day, and that's what my grandpa always told us because you know I have a very smart mouth, and that's just who I am. My mama got a smart mouth, she don't know when to stop talking, and you know, and I had to learn in high school. And people learn fairly quickly. Memo is not the person that you should play with because I'm going to hit you with your business and you're going to think I don't know because I sit in this corner and I'm quiet. But it's like, I don't try to be malicious. I don't try to come at people. But I learned that along the way, like, it's going to be some people that you really go hard for, that you really rock with. And at any instance, they will let you know how they really feel. You can be there from day one. You can be everything to them. You can you can help them in every type of way. And they will still have the nerve to tell you that you were not there for them. You ain't never did enough for them. And all types of nonsense. And even though they know it's not true, they're just going to say it to hurt you. But what they don't realize is, when you open your mouth to tell me how I hurt you, you really just, you cutting your lifeline. Because eventually people going to get tired of you talking to them any type of way. They're going to get tired of you. Taking them for granted. And they're going to get tired of you thinking that you got them on lock. And once you look at them, you be like, yo, what's good with you? Like, you really going to sit here and you really going to tell me who I have been to you? And you really going to try to just hurt me because all of a sudden you're frustrated? Nah. Mm -mm." And again, the moral of the story is don't let nobody talk to you like they crazy because if they because if they can say it when they upset that's really how they feel but then again I'm going to also leave you with this in the words of Levi Brie Love a hard head make a soft ass so don't let your mouth write a check that your ass can't catch and so this has been Kurtiana Brie Love aka The means aka the Brie Love Okay, a whole bunch of other stuff that I probably messed this up at the end of the day, but you know what I'm trying to say. So, again, really work on paying attention to the things that you say and the things that you think. Because you never know how three seconds of speaking could really doom you or the people around you.